0: There are men who lived through the 70s without memorizing the lyrics to One Tin Soldier. There are men who lived through the 80s without ever wearing velour. And then there's Doug Bost and Adam Bernstein, two men who should have better things to do but aren't doing them right now. These are two grown-ass men. Welcome back with special grown ass guest.
1: Whoa! <laughs> guest grown
0: ass man, Sam Mastandria, coming back for another punishing visit <laughs> with the grown ass man. <laughs> He's willing to do it. How Thank you, you, Sam, for greetings? coming back. Oh, thanks for having me here. This yeah. is awesome. I can't help but notice that your t-shirt looks like the Iron, chest Iron man. of no, I would say another hero. Public. Yes, exactly. Okay. Havoc. You look ah, like. Wow, that's you, nice. It you're, looks like Havoc's
1: you're, chest, you're, right? No one wears Havoc. No. One yeah, of the lesser Jensen X Men. Just
0: for those of you
2: not seeing this first This it's not on him, camera. It's a Jensen speaker t shirt with uh, something that looks like. Uh, concentric, concentric circles. circles right. yeah. They're kind of Havoc y.
0: Which reminds us of one of our favorite <laughs> uh, obscure X Men.
1: I like Havoc a lot. I like Havoc. Yeah. Great, great. costume. Yes. Great, right. especially the
2: old school one with the, like yes. the Saturn rings on his head. Yeah.
1: that's
0: got to be a Dave Cockrum invention.
1: Yeah. So anyway, so I guess our concept when we we're, pre- were preparing for this was kind of like free for all. We were gonna all bring up a topic and lay it down and see what happened. Is that are we still I with that? that, that in... I,
0: I'm still aligned. I with that. It all right, cool. Idea. Yeah, <laughs> I had basically I wrote a series of questions that I was going to put out to okay, the group. Okay. I wrote down a few of these. Well, I had one question. This is kind of a, just a, an icebreaker. Why do you think that comic books smell so good, but people in comic book stores smell so bad? <laughs> what TV series? This is off comic books for a minute. What TV series? does your significant other need to have watched and loved to truly understand you? Sam, I'm gonna ask you Uh. first. What TV series? Phew.
2: And I, I know when I walk out of here, I'm gonna go. That was the one that I should have said. Right, uh, right, I can't, right. I can't think of one. Like the thing that's coming to my head is, n- is in no way indicative. Um,
0: Man from Atlantis. <laughs> Barnaby Jones.
1: Barnaby Jones. <laughs> if, that, level. <laughs> if anybody answers that. That's like
2: who <laughs> would I ever answer that? Uh, I, Golden Girls or RuPaul's Drag Race, I think, come, come to mind first. Um, uh, yeah. See, my yeah, I why um, my head is initially going to the really bad Planet of the Apes show from oh the '70s, but you don't need as, but it's not good and it is not. I'm I was a big fan as a kid, but it's it's not in any way any indication of. Who you are. Something about who I am. Okay. Yeah, um, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> Adam can feel this and
0: watch. Well, uh, who is what's yours? Twilight
1: Zone. The Twilight Zone. There is a fifth dimension beyond that which is known to man.
0: Like if, if I, because it's not like Breaking Bad or anything contemporary. Yeah. That which is a great. I love Breaking Bad, but the Twilight Zone is one of those shows that I watched. It it helped me. For my love of stories, and if you don't like the Twilight Zone, if you can't have seen a little bit of it and enjoy it, then yeah. I, I don't know what to I don't know what to say to you.
1: I have three that come to mind. One is first the se- uh, first <clears throat> round of Star Trek, Shatner, Nimoy, that one. West Wing, right? Which that's a much more of an adult experience, but to really understand fully how I, who, not how I am, how I am and who I am. Partridge Family. Hello world, hear the song that we're singing. Come on, get happy. The Partridge
2: of Partridge Family. On a, on a side me. note with the Partridge Family, I wanted to call a band the disciples of Reuben Kincaid.
1: <laughs> I mean, the Partridge Family has, incre- everyone's incredibly weird. The music is unbelievable. It's great pop. Every week you get a new one. You know, it's like it's like going to the comic book store. Right. You know, you get a, a real gem every week. Does Mary like the Partridge Family? She loves the Partridge Family. Uh. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We have to ask her. <laughs> You've even talked. you never even talked to the even met. Mary. Hey, hey Mary. do <laughs> You like the Partridge Family? Yeah. You know, I like the Partridge Family. Yeah. Okay. Good. There you go. Okay. It's confirmed. <laughs> she likes the partridge. I'm like, nice job. <laughs> that was like a little mini episode of uh, Newlywed Game. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think one of them for me, uh, although it's it's not uh, the one show is not uh, uh, encapsulating uh, everything, but uh, I I find that there I've always wanted to have people. Uh, for significant others, watch the young ones. The
1: young ones shouldn't be afraid to live, love. There's a song to be sung, cause we may not be the young
2: ones who never belong. British. British. You know? Yeah, because yes. that's kind of got like music in there and it's comedic and anarchistic and kind of a little left field. It's kind of like a updated version of Monty Python. Mm. You know, there's intelligent stuff in there, but it's also really just gut level. and. I've I,
1: often talked about this with Mary because in between being married and all that, well, I dated one woman who was from Spain and she was born there. She spoke English fine, but she didn't know anything about American culture. So... I would make jokes and so many of my jokes are informed by knowing the history of American TV and music. Like, even if I'm not like thinking about it, it's just, that's what's coming out. Cause that's what like yeah, yeah. was with me my whole life. And I would say something about a show and she'd be like, huh? I don't know anything about that. I've never seen any of those shows. I, who's Bugs Bunny? You know, like, and, uh, that would really be, was a, instantly a problem. Well that's cool. All Any right. other Thank questions?
0: You. I do have I have other questions. You well, wanna hear Yeah, well? I want to hear
1: some more. Those are good questions.
0: <clears throat> I think we're warmed up enough for the lightning round. Alright, the ready, lightning man? round. Okay, oh, okay this is fast. I need fast answers on this. Alright. I'm gonna name a character. And you have to match that character with a song or a style of music.
1: Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. Name a character. This is going to stun and me. first
0: bit. song or style of music that comes to your mind. Okay. For this character. All right. Are you ready? Yeah. Link from Mod Squad. Uh, the chef theme.
1: <laughs> oh, I have to do the same one? Yeah. Oh, I was going to say Curtis Mayfield. Yeah.
0: Good. Okay. The Vision.
2: Uh, it's... It, yeah, maybe maybe, uh, uh, um, we are the robot. The craftwork. Uh,
1: craftwork, <laughs> yeah.
0: I was gonna say Oingo Boingo, maybe. Yeah. But
1: I was thinking Enoch Light. You know, like someone like who makes those kind of computeristic, kind of records or even like, sound sample records. They used to give out of record, uh, like turntable shops. You know, in like the sixties. Yeah. You know to you know, say you can compare your speakers. You know.
0: All right, uh, Captain Kirk.
2: I don't know, the first thing that comes to mind is some kind of, like, frat rock. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know who encapsulates. I might, that, like a
1: Kenny Loggins? Like a yacht rock?
2: No, company? no, no, not yacht. Like frat, like, like, bro. Like, sort of like...
1: But Bob Seger uh, or something?
2: No, no, no. Like, um, do something that almost qualifies Like Wumba? <laughs> Yeah, like maybe.
1: Wumba. Uh, Okay, I, what I, about I, Captain Kirk? Wagner? Vagney? Oh, Ooh, okay. You know? Okay. okay. Lots Captain, of horns. Captain <laughs> Picard. Oh. Oh, I don't know. Vangelis. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Vangelis?
2: <laughs> I think Vangelis, or if he was in like a, a, a jazzy mood, some Kenny G. Maybe. Oh.
1: Just... Their duo album. <laughs> Vangelis and Kenny oh, G. Oh, no, really? Joking, oh, but That would I'm be saying, the worst thing that ever happened to music.
0: The Submariner.
1: Oh, the Submariner. Jeez, music. The Submariner. That's also some kind of. I think intense, it's Gordon, um, think it's Mahler, Gordon, Gordon Lightfoot. Moller. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I'm just thinking like Shostakovich, Shostakovich Gordon or something. <laughs> Gordon Lightfoot. Gordon Lightfoot is cool. He would he, do. Rick Rick the Edmund so Fitzgerald, though. <laughs> oh, oh, I see, I see. Oh, Edmund okay. Fitzgerald, yeah. Okay, uh, I, I uh, Jessica really.
0: Fletcher on Murder She Wrote? You know, uh, Angela hey. Lansbury on Murder She Wrote.
1: <laughs> this is like the weirdest game show of all time.
2: <laughs> Maybe something baroque. I don't know. Maybe some like wandering minstrel music. <laughs>
1: Nice. Angela Lansbury? Maybe. Yeah. The mothers of invention, right? Or sure. you know, Zappa.
0: She seems like she'd be into Zappa. <laughs> I'm gonna do three more. Okay. Bizarro.
1: Bizarro? Yeah. Oh my god. Bands. <laughs> a bizarro. Song. Give me a specific a song? song.
0: Give me a song that makes you think of bizarro.
1: Iron Man by Black Sabbath. Okay. I would go with
2: something off Trout Mask Replica.
1: Oh, I would like to hear that right now too. Those are both things I would enjoy listening to right now.
0: Ben Kenobi. Oh. I think like
2: the you know some some Japanese meditation music with like a wood flute. Right. But.
1: I was thinking Jerry Mulligan or Dave Brubeck. You know, white West Coast jazzers. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nothing too, nothing too uh, harmonically challenging. Yeah,
1: Just, you know. Uh, well, it's, <laughs> it's not as smooth as you think. It's not Kenny G by any means. But.
0: Right. All right, last one. V- my last one is um, Lois Lane. Oh. What music, what song specifically
1: do you think of? The air that I breathe by the Hollies. To the air that I breathe and to love you.
2: I'm I'm rolling with some Peter Cetera. Um, Chicago? Like, well, no, Peter Cetera's solo. Solo. If you leave me now. (laughs) Well,
1: that's that's Chicago. Chicago.
2: Yeah, and I'm trying to think of the really...
0: Peter Cetera. Wow, he did some beastly solo (laughs) stuff. Yeah. (laughs)
1: offline here there are so many things i want to say and Those it's things. so Those... weird because chicago first four or even first six if you're really being generous are some of the greatest records ever i love chicago intensely they're like a a radical Black Panthers band at the But beginning. then they fall off. off eat, quickly. Yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, not quickly, but like deeply, off a yeah. cliff. Yeah.
2: <laughs> In my 20s, I was uh, dating this, this girl who um, I kind of maybe best describe her as like a rock and roll, really hot rock and roll version of Lucille Ball. And um, I'd just go do gigs with her. She would get kind of hammered and tell off my bandmates, their girlfriends, have to come home and apologize to them the next day. And she would just never knew what, what she had done the night before. I'd be driving home from a gig and in the middle of the winter, she'd have the window down, her bare feet up on the windshield and leaving marks and just, <laughs> Uh, a handful, uh, to put it mildly. So anyway, um, she always wanted to know uh, why on Wednesday night I had gotten home an hour later from my normal time of getting home from, to the apartment. And um, one day she, uh, she demanded to, for me to show her what I was doing on Wednesday nights and why I got home an hour late from work. And the reason that she was convinced that I was cheating on her was because she had a guilty conscience, because in Brooklyn, Province, she was a oh, uh. So uh, got her in the, my car, get in my 87 Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. And uh, I drive her on down to <clears throat> to Cosmic Comics, which is uh, Merrick Road in Oceanside, Long Island. And uh, we get inside and push her into the, into the front door of the place. <laughs> and um, Wednesday night is the night that the books come out for those of you who are not indoctrinated into the ways of kind of geekdom. Um, So I push her inside and of course she's immediately met by this big life-size cardboard cutout of Han Solo who's sort of in the crash with holding the blaster. And then she turns around to the right really quick and then there's this big giant Wolverine um, cutout who's like her size basically. And she's wandering around the store looking for like this woman or some scenario where there's got to be somebody here who I'm hanging out with and fooling around with and cheating on her, you know? And it's funny because she's walking around and as she's walking around the store, you you got the guys in there who were kind of nerdy and weird. Um, When girls generally weren't in comic places, especially like, maybe now so more, but not as much then. So every guy is looking at us, kind of like a cockroach who's just had the lights turned on. You know what I mean? (laughs) They're like, Raid! You know, and everybody's like, it's just bizarre. And uh, so um, I'm kind of grumpy because I'm like, this is where I go. And she's still kind of incredulous that this could possibly be (laughs) what I do. So I just remember getting some really aggro, like comics, like picked up some, uh, I I think I grabbed like a Punisher War Journal or maybe Venom or anything, anything kind of really... Masculinely, kind of aggro and stuff at the time. And uh, I pick it up and I go to go to pay for it. And like the only thing in there that I could even think that she might kind of uh, been tweaked about was that you know the uh, the guy behind the counter just uh, just had this had a big giant rack. You know, just had some grown ass man boobs. (laughs) <laughs> best described as just, just bountiful. They were just bountiful man boobs. And uh, so I remember paying for my comics uh, and uh, I, think I goon-handed her out the door. And then, but she right before I, she left, she kind of turned... Around and kind of took another quick look and, like, kind of took a quick whiff to see if there was anything like a, a downwind, you know, scent of perfume blowing her way or whatever. And of course, there wasn't any, just you know, smells, back issues. And dragged her out the door, probably, like I said, I might may or may not have goon hand her. Um, I can't confirm or deny it uh, this amount of time, <laughs> but I um, just dragged her out, we her in the car, and, you know, went home, and she's still kind of. Incredulous and not believing that this was what I did on a Wednesday. And it, went, it took an hour and a half of my time um, to get home. The reason I was kind of keeping it on the, the DL was that at the time we were just scraping to get by. So it, it, to, to flaunt uh, going out and spending money on comics when we could be using it for food, uh, you know, seemed a little wrong. But uh, yeah. so that's
1: why I didn't kind of tell her. People can't understand that feeling of the Wednesdays, unless you really, like, you know, so many people look forward to it. I always like that, too. Those Wednesdays are important. Yeah. <laughs> so
2: it was. what cu- happened? Oh, uh, the, we ne- never, like, I never, ever really trusted each other. She'd be like, you know, you sleep with one eye open? And I'm like, as I should. <laughs> like a... Gunslinger, you know, you're just like, what are you doing? Are you?
0: How much longer did
2: it... uh, Long enough for both of us to drive each other pretty nuts, I, I think. Uh, maybe another year or so. It was, wow. Uh, but, um, yeah. Anyway, so. Another like 12
1: uh,
0: issues of Daredevil. At, at least. Part yeah. of Punisher War Journal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man.
0: Thank you, Sam Mistandria, for oh, coming and talking to us again. <laughs>
1: yeah. You're Fantastic. like our, well, except for Mary, our second uh, return guest. It's true. That's good. That's true. Yeah. Well. So.
0: All right. Uh, we will uh, see you next uh, episode, people.
1: Yeah, and we'll be at Comic Con. Look for us there. We'll have our Grown Ass Man stickers and business cards. October 9th. <laughs> oh, You've got to hook me up with some cards. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Right on, awesome. folks. <laughs> Man.